Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Penny Sense, a very, Penny, you are the uh, founder and CEO of Author Marketing Experts. You're found on the web at a, uh, wait, amarketingexpert.com. And Penny, it's great to have you here. By the way, I should also point out, you are the author of 23 books. Yes. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on the show. I was really excited. Well, great to have you. All right. So yeah, give us an overview. Again, the website, amarketingexpert.com. What does AME do? So we are primarily a marketing and publicity firm, and we work with authors of all different genres. We work with a lot of business authors who are looking to grow their business using a book. Yeah. All right. Well, what's the secret to getting a book seen and heard and read today? It's a different world than it was 10 years ago, even. Man, it's a different world than when I was 23 years ago when I first started this business. I mean, there are 4,500 books published every day in this country. I think if you are thinking about writing a book, um, you really have to find a unique way to say something that frankly has probably already been said hundreds, if not thousands of times. Yeah. And, and, and that's not enough though. I mean, I guess a lot of people are like, okay, let's say I have the, just the most perfect book. It's not going to sell itself. No, it's not going to sell itself. And I think that you also have to be smart about, so, you know, if you have, let's say you have a business and you have a mailing list and you have a book that's done Um, you're going to want to go after your core base initially, obviously, but then also kind of decide what you, why you wrote this book. I mean, in some cases we've worked with business owners who write a book because they want to get more speaking, because we know that if you have a book, a lot of times it's easier to get a speaking event, but then we have other businesses who want, you know, we've never done a single piece of advertising for my company. My books advertise the company. So they, you know, it helps to grow the base, but I also use my books as speaking. If you want to get your book out there, you're going to have to get you figuring out first off, obviously what your goals are and, and don't necessarily think about big national media. Because when was the last time that you saw an author who wasn't a household name, for example, on the Today Show? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, it, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Nope. I was just going to interrupt with something. <laughs> but I think that, you know, if you are, if you have, look to your own base, right? Look to your social media following, look to, um, like I said, your newsletter list, 
and start there because these are people who are dedicated to what you're doing. And many times they're going to be super fans. I've had authors that have launched books on Amazon that end up getting 4,000 reviews within 48 hours of the book launching, all because they really honed their mailing list and their fan base and, and, you know, encouraged and ignited them to help them on, to help them get the book out on launch day. Yeah. Penny, is it possible to uh, get, get a book and, you know, kind of work through the ecosystems that exist today if you don't have much of a base? It is because a lot of times, so it, you know, conversely, sometimes we get authors who say, I need this book to help me build my platform. Right. Mm. And that's really, so, you know, the book becomes kind of the foundation for everything else that you're building. And maybe you start using, you know, using the book and teaching on zoom or doing speaking, it, it varies obviously depending on the industry that you're in. But honestly, I mean, that's how I grew my business, mm. right? Is I started writing that first book on how do you get published? And that was my first sort of foray into publishing, which helped to build the foundation and everything else that I've done. So it's definitely doable. Yeah. What does um, what does the work look like when you're working with uh, an author? Do they already need to have the like they come to you and they're already like they've got they've got a path for getting that book done. So you're not going to get involved so much on the editorial side, right? Sometimes we so, so we're not a publishing company, but there are times when I'll get on the phone with an author to talk them through in a coaching session, to kind of talk them through, okay, so they want to write this book. The biggest issue that I find with business owners is they just don't have the time, right? Mm -hmm. So A, they, wanna, they either want to work with a ghostwriter who they can just dictate something over the, like and get them, get the book put together in six months and be done with it. Or they want to figure out other creative ways to pull content together. So that's a piece of it. And then we kind of brainstorm that and I turn them loose. Once they come to us, then we need to talk about, all right, so are we going to do influencer pitching? Are we going to pitch you as a speaker? Are we going to do some media? And this depends a little bit on what their industry is, what they're specialized in. Mm. So we might go after freelancers. We might go after local markets, things like that. Um, but many times the author will come to us after the book is already out and maybe they've even tried to do some marketing on their own and realized, whoa, this is a lot of work it is. or it's confusing or whatever. And so then we work with them after the book launch, after the book launches. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about uh, some specific tactics here. And you'd mentioned uh, working with influencers. Um, I, 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 sending, just sending a book to an influencer mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just some spray and pray. Mm -hmm. uh, what I can say is good luck with that. That's yeah. uh, probably going to be not real awesome. Uh, what's, what, what, what does it take to uh, like collaborate with influencers? Like, how do you, how would you even get that done and started because again influencers get just get hit up nonstop with people wanting to sell their thing promote their thing in fact um we'll talk about podcasters in a world uh, in, in a moment uh, the podcasting world in a moment because we've we've launched over 200 shows all of them are interview shows and 
there's a meme of just kind of Penny, the uh, kind of the broke author, speaker, coach that's just out there shilling their book. And that is yeah. a known persona in our world. But can you talk about maybe influencers first? We'll get into podcasting in a bit. Yeah. So I think, you know, when you think about influencers, a lot of times we think about the big names on Instagram, for example, who have millions of followers. But one of the things that I like to talk to authors about are micro influencers. And by micro, I don't necessarily mean that they are small potatoes by any stretch of the imagination, but they have a much more dedicated following in many cases. And when you think about micro influencers, think about people that you also have, again, in your sphere of influence, right? Micro influencers may have a base of 5,000, 4,000, maybe even 8,000. But everything that they post is gets a lot of activity. So when you're thinking about pitching to influencers, get away from the big numbers. In the, like, it's great to target that. Like, I understand what an author says to me. I really want to get, I don't know, <coughs> Taylor Swift to talk about my book. <laughs> great. Everybody needs a dream. But realistically, the micro-influencers are going to get you further. Um, they're they're going to, because they're following tends to buy or take all of their recommendations. So that's another thing to consider. And then as well, who your sphere of influencers is. And it's interesting because once I start talking to authors like, oh yeah, that's right. I know such and such. I mean, you really almost have to kind of get out of your own space and look at that. But when we're pitching influencers, obviously we're not working with the author's base necessarily. In many cases, they're going after their own connections of people that they know. We're going after influencers who are either topic specific or book specific. So topic specific could be how to start your business, you know, how to start your business from the ground up, how to build a business, how to build a virtual business, whatever it is, right? How to become a TikTok business. I don't know what it is. So we're looking for influencers who have a specific focus in that. So we're not going after you know, the we are going after bigger influencers, but we're not necessarily going after general people because you'll get much further. And I do this, I will say that I do this with media. I do this with freelancers who write for a variety of different publications. The more focused that you can get on who you're targeting, the more yeses that you'll get because you're going after somebody who is already interested in what you're talking about and has an audience base that is going to be receptive to that as well. Yeah. Um, and so I teased this already. Uh, talk about the role of podcasts for authors. You know, podcasts are great. And I know that there's a lot of podcasts out there. Like, I get it. There's a lot of opportunities to do shows. It seems like everybody these days has a podcast. But podcasts are great because it helps you to get, you know, you never know who's going to be listening, right? And I do podcast shows and I'm always surprised that somebody's like, oh my gosh, I heard you on such and such podcast. It's great for exposure. It's a great place to build your media room, right? Because every time that you do a show, not only are you going to share it, but you're going to add it to your media room, mm -hmm. a place that you've been. It's also a great way to sort of hone your message for different audiences. So your audience is a business market, but I might be on a podcast next week and I'm speaking to a group of sci-fi writers, right? So my message is going to be different. It really helps you to learn how to pivot your message as well. Mm. I love, I love doing, I love doing podcasts and booking our authors on, on podcasts as well. 
Yeah. Um, what, what are, what's realistic um, from, let's say, an author that's going to get some when you stage time, as it were, with a, you know, a center of influence, influencer, mm -hmm. YouTuber, podcaster, that sort of thing? Um, you know, because you don't want to have unrealistic expectations, but at the same time, we also know, and you'd mentioned this, right, is that, um, you know, look, the visibility is going to be part of the prize. Uh, there's way more than just this one shot in the arm here. Uh, it goes out to this new audience. Uh, there's more value than just that visibility. There is more value, value than just that visibility. So are you talking about- The authority, like being able to repurpose that, reuse that. You're talking about, you know, use it, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that for every piece of content that you're creating, and or for every time that you get up on that stage, it's an opportunity, again, to not only speak to your audience, but also to create content that you, you know, that sort of, you know, when I talk to authors and I say, all right, so which social media side are you going to be on? We have to talk about content that you're going to create. It's a very daunting conversation to have, especially for a business owner who already has a lot of other things going on. So ideally, as you're creating this content, whether it's on stage, whether it's in a podcast, you want to find multiple ways to repurpose that. Again, what you're really thinking about doing here is how many different pathways can I pave to get readers to my book? And at the end of the day, that's what you have to focus on. And that's why I say, stay keenly focused on who your reader is it's great to aspire to the Taylor Swift of influencers. Mm. Like I get it, but is that audience really going to buy your book? And that's really where you'll start to see that you're, because a lot of times what authors do is they come to me and they're like, oh, I spent all this time. I spent all this time. I spent all this time. And they haven't really seen the results come back to them in terms of speaking events or new business or book sales. And part of it is because they're unfocused. On, on who their audience is. And they're not using the content that they, that they create in a smart way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to your point, boy, there was, I, and I don't know the facts on this. I remember this being shared and it was rather stark about, um, and I think it was like a book having to do with pregnancy or something like that, where, and I want to say it was like Alyssa Milano or someone that had like millions of followers versus a micro influencer who was all about some aspect of childbirth, but that's all she talked about. Like her audience, and she only had 5,000 opposed to like, and again, don't ever let the facts get in the way of a true, or don't, don't ever let the facts get in the way of a, of a good story here. Uh, but the, the, the analogy there, kind of with the point of this story that I'm badgering badly here, is that, uh, you know, 5 million randos may not be as valuable as 5,000 core people that are really tuned into that topic. So don't overlook micro-influencers. Don't overlook micro-influencers. And I'm glad you brought up that point because we have worked with on a number of celebrity books, but one in particular, I remember she said to me, she said, you know what? I don't really want to pitch this to my audience because a lot of times, and she said this herself, you follow celebrities just to follow them, just yeah. to see what cool handbag they got or what they're where they're going on vacation or whatever. It's entertainment mostly. Many, right. Many of those followers are not necessarily shoppers and certainly, like to your example, not going to be interested in what you're selling. 
Well, I'm interested, uh, Penny, in what you're selling. Uh, <laughs> your website, uh, amarketingexpert.com. Um, share more about like someone's been listening to our conversation. What are those next steps and what should they do at your website? So hit the contact form, get in touch. We can set up a time to chat. We do, we offer free consultations with me. And what we'll do is we'll talk a little bit about, you know, your book, whether it's done, if it's not done, maybe it's been out for a while and where, and then I can share my vision in terms of putting together a proposal for, for taking the book to the next level in terms of where I think it should go as an author myself. Um, I, the recommendations that I make are always very much like this conversation, very much focused on like you won't get, and I love that term spray and pray, by the way, I use it on stage a lot when authors say to me, oh, I'm just going to throw a whole bunch of stuff out there and hope yeah. that something sticks. In most cases, none of it sticks. So in these proposals, when we work with an author, we get very granular just in terms of the market and where I think that this should, where I think that a particular book should go. And you know, sometimes authors really just want big national media and that's fine. But again, what you really, you didn't, you, most people didn't just publish a book just to publish a book. Most of the time they want to, there is an end goal to that book. Yeah. And that's really what we're focused on. Yeah. And, and so tying that activity into, well, look, if you just want to feel good, okay, you can dump a bunch of money there and, and maybe you'll feel good. But if you want to drive the results that you're after on the back end, then mm -hmm. that's something entirely different. Uh, again, your website, uh, amarketingexpert.com. Also, yes. you uh, are a podcaster. Your podcast is Book Marketing Tips and Author Success. So to our friend that's listening to our conversation right now, do a search right now, Book Marketing Tips. It's probably going to come right up. Uh, and again, uh, join Penny Sansevieri uh, and Amy Cornell, your co-host. Uh, and um, what is that podcast? Uh, who would you recommend should be listening to that podcast? Anybody, so the podcast is designed for authors at all stages. So if you want to understand, because we cover, we get very granular again in the podcast, we cover topics from, you know, what's a good launch strategy to, all right, my book's been out for six months. Is there still hope for me? Uh, I also tell, we talk about pitching influencers. We talk about books to grammars in particular, which is kind of a newish term, uh, pitching yourself to podcasts as an example and book, doing book awards. So it, we really dig in everything we've been doing. We've been doing it for three years and I absolutely love it. Wow. That's great. Awesome. Penny Sansevieri, uh, founder, CEO of uh, of, uh, of uh, author marketing experts. It's on the web at amarketingexpert.com. Thank you so much, Penny, for joining us. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts 
or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.